Hey y'all. <laughs> um, so yeah, my name is Charity Kingell. Um, I'm a senior currently at Crystal Ray Jesuit High School, and um, I have seven minutes to tell y'all my COVID story, and that was like two years worth of an experience. So I'm gonna try to do my best. Um, so honestly, I really just want to start with saying that when COVID happened in March 2020. I was 16, and I was a sophomore. Um, I remember hearing about COVID coming into existence. It was like, whoa, what was that? Like, that's a weird name for a disease. Like, what's going on? Well, not a disease, but, you know, you know what it is. But um, I was in school. I think I was in English class, and we were working on where I'm from poems, and we were writing, and, you know, that week was the week of my sophomore ball, so I'm like, y'all, this is how we do it. I'm thinking about Montel Jordan. I'm thinking about partying, having fun, and then right in the middle of the school day, the principal was like, sorry, sophomore, sophomore ball is done. It's canceled. You're not having it, and I'm like, this is not how we do it. Like, what is going on? And um, I was so upset. I went to him, and I was like, Principal Reap, like that's his name. I was like, Principal Reap, is this a joke? He's like, no, I'm so sorry, Charity. Like, mind y'all, I had my dress, I had my shoes, I had my hair done. I came to school with my hair done. I was so ready, and it was just like this event, like just took over the whole world. Like, it just really stopped everything. And so for the first week or two, I was like, okay, it's a little vacation. I'm chilling at home, hanging out with my nephew, just kicking it, watching my shows. Um, honestly, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I was not doing that much schoolwork. I was just like, this is my time to relax. I'm chilling. And um, the reality hit. Like, I got an email in my inbox after finally picking up my computer. Like, okay, let me do some work. I opened up my computer, and my principal's like, we're shutting the school down indefinitely until further notice. And I'm just like, wow. And I was really, it wasn't like a vacation anymore. Like, that was my life. Um, any bit of normalcy I had was gone. Because in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm going to have some friends over. We're going to kick it. We're going to have fun. And it's like, no, nah, you have to stay in home. You have to keep your masks on. If you do go out, you have to have a few people at a time. And it was just so many rules and regulations. And it was just like, I can't live my life. Like, I just wanted to be a sophomore. I just wanted to go to a dance. I just wanted to have genuine fun. And it was like, everything stopped. And so in the midst of all of this, um, a cool head came to me by Octavia E. Butler as I was scrolling through Instagram, and it says, all that you touch, you change. All that you change changes you. The only lasting truth is change and that God has changed. And I was like, this change can't be God. Because, mind you, I'm a very spiritual person. So I'm like, this can't be God's doing. This is just so crazy to me. Like, why is my life on hold? And what did I do to deserve this? And so I just went in my mind. Like, I really, I went a little cuckoo a little bit because I'm like okay I'm at home for a few weeks with these people that I'm not even trying to be around 24-7 I'm around my mom I'm trying to use the bathroom it's like five of us in the house I'm trying to use the bathroom brush my teeth she walked past she's about to use the bathroom I'm like ma'am I'm brushing my teeth like what are you doing you got the nephew running by in the stroller and it's like not the stroller to walk because mind you he's getting ready to walk so like now he's really busy and it was just so much going on y'all and I'm just like oh my god I, I need peace of mind I need sanity and so I just really got on my knees one night and I prayed I was like god like I'm really losing it like I really need some peace I need some clarity I need to understand what I'm doing 
And I was like, if there's a story you want to be made out of this, I need you to help me get through this so that I can tell it. Because I knew, like, if I didn't pray, if I didn't do none of that, I would not be here. And so I was given the opportunity with Dent Education, a local nonprofit here, to um, make face shows for a dollar. That was my first introduction to, like, having a job, because at the time I did just turn 16. So I'm like, okay, let me make these face shows for a dollar. So I got a dollar for every face show I made. And then before you know it, it's like June, July, the world's opening back up a little bit more. And I'm like, okay, the world is getting normal again. One of my friends had a cookout because one of her cousins graduated. So I was like, okay, now we're back to Montel Jordan. This is how we do it. This is life. Okay, we're getting back to some normalcy. And um, I started a summer program with them. So, like, they have different tracks. There's, like, social innovation, startup garage, um, stories for impact. There were so many different things. And I signed up for the social innovation track. And through that track, you're able to, like, create um, different um, items and sell them to help your community. So the topic was mass incarceration. And um, I had to create something to help the community or the people affected by it in Baltimore. So I'm like, hmm. While I was in quarantine, I took up journaling a lot. And I went back in my journal. I'm like, I wrote a lot. So let me try to make a journal prompt book for youth affected by loved ones who are incarcerated. Because my brother was incarcerated when I was, what, 12? And it took a toll on me. So I'm like, okay, let me write a book to honor this experience. And, you know, I went back and forth with my comrades. And we were talking about it. And we're like, okay, let's do this. So at the end of the summer program, you have to have, like, a big presentation for it. And my book was picked for it. Mind you, this is just doing a beta version of it. You're not actually going to sell it. You're kind of like idealizing it. And so one of the people in the room that were watching my presentation sent me a message like, we want to make this happen. Like, we want to really take this to the next level. So from March 2020, so I want to say September 2021, I worked on this journal. I worked on launching it for self-publishing and just all that. And then it crashed and burned. Like, it was so much I didn't know went into self-publishing and just getting certified and just getting copyright. It was just a whole long process and it crashed and burned. And one of the mindsets is to fail fast and keep learning. So I'm like, okay, let me think back to some other experiences I can do um, and pull from to create. So I was like, you know what, let me just create healing center storytelling workshops for you to just come out and tell their stories as they want to, kind of like this. And so um, I pitched the idea, got the funding for it, thankfully. And um, just last Saturday, I had my first storytelling workshop for these youth who are impacted by, you know, the pandemic and just life before and after it, just helping black youth address their traumas and reclaim their narratives. And um, since then, I've realized how important it was for me to have that experience in the pandemic because a very crucial moment at that workshop last Saturday was a young girl just coming out like, I feel very affected by how many youth, and trigger warning, how many youth are taking their lives in Baltimore and beyond, like just back to back. There are so many people I know personally and just all over the world who have taken their lives. And I'm just like, wow, so many people in this room have gone through experiences with wanting to not be here anymore. And I remember in the pandemic, I literally tried to clock out and I was just over it. And God said no. And I did not understand why until last Saturday. And a girl came up to me. She said, yo, like, this workshop really saved me because you don't know where I was at. And so just thinking back to last Saturday and thinking to now, like, I was so nervous to come up here and share this story. But if it had not been for COVID, I would not have 
worked on self-publishing a book, I would not have created and curated a storytelling workshop for black youth to heal in communities where they can rest and rad do radically do that. I would not have been the person I am today. I would not even be talking in front of this microphone here. Like, I'm not even... I'm like, who am I? Like, I'm having an outer body experience right now. Like, I'm looking at myself like, are you really talking right now? Is this real life? Like, but um, COVID really gave me my story, really. And I know a lot of people are like, COVID did this to me. You know, COVID hurt me. You know, I mean, that is so valid. Like, there's so much validity in feeling like COVID caused more trauma than good. But for me, COVID caused me a lot of trauma, but I got a lot of blessings out of it. I got a lot of good. I got my life back. I finally understood what it was like to want my life again and to want to help other people want their lives too. And I just hope that with y'all hearing my story that if you're going through something or you feel like things aren't coming into fruition like you want them to, they will. I think it's just a matter of letting it all play out and letting it play out the way it should and it will and I mean I'm still in the process of writing my story I'm telling y'all just a very very small portion of it because mind you I got seven minutes and I don't know how many I got right now but I just want to thank y'all for coming out and just letting us tell our stories